Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 84. Today, we're going to be talking with Logan Ledford. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. We are still still at Park City Run Company right in Park City, Utah. Canis was kind enough to let us just take the day. Really Pretty much. We we could have done shows all day long. All day long. We could have done with one with Canis when he talked about all his uh, his earlier driving skills, and we'll I leave know. it at that. His skills <laughs> or lack thereof. Right, Leadfoot. Leadfoot. I know. <laughs> But uh, we got a, we got a new guest on the show. We do. Uh, super pumped. We've been wanting to get him on for quite some time. Yep. Schedule worked out. Um, Logan Ledford. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to be here. Yeah, this will be fun. This will be a lot of fun. So if you if you you know you're gonna be listening to Logan, we we actually flew him in um, yep. from Louisiana, from Texas, just for the show. So no, I'm just kidding. So uh, Logan, let's let's start there let's start a little bit about you're from louisiana correct and you are now living in utah yes that is correct i uh actually started this journey in monroe louisiana born and raised um you know kind of fell in love with the outdoors in louisiana there's not much of an outdoors lifestyle in that area so i decided you know one day i need to take a chance and Utah was it. I didn't know anybody. Never been here before. Really? So how did you decide yeah, on Utah? I mean, it was like a dartboard. It was actually, yeah, kind of. Um, I was actually waiting for a position within my company to open up in Colorado. Okay. Um, and in the meantime, something opened up in Salt Lake. Right. And I talked to a buddy who had been out here, and he said, you know, Utah's a great place. You should really give us some thought. And, you know, sure enough, nothing had opened up in Colorado, and I was tired of waiting. And, you know, if you don't take a chance now, you might sit there 10 years later and say, you know, what if? So I took a chance, moved out to Utah, and wow. have not regretted How long decision. ago was that? That was two years ago. Two? So only you've two? You've only been here for two years? Two years. It seems like you've been here longer than that. Yeah. I have to agree. I time, wear, I time wear on people pretty quickly. <laughs> so. Do you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, because me and Joel do the, you know, we, we, we're proud, and we talk about a lot, kind of the Facebook stalking and things like that. So I think that's for us. Seems like you've been doing like the the Wasatch Mountain Wranglers, right? Mm-hmm. Looks like you've been on that page longer. So were you right. were you a trail runner before you came here? I well, actually, I wasn't a trail runner. I got started out in obstacle races. Okay. Oh. So when I was in Louisiana, I I played baseball initially. Um, played baseball into college, and I got out of competition for a few years. And finally, a buddy talked me into doing one of the obstacle course races, and I got hooked on the competition. 
Did you? And I like a Spartan and, race, yes, Tough exactly. Mudder. Uh-huh. Okay. And I actually went and did one. I still wasn't a runner. Runner was always punishment for me. <laughs> right. Growing up in Louisiana, if someone tells you to run, you did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. sure, you did. So, <laughs> you it, stole something. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> yes. So uh, running was still, you know, it was it was something that I wasn't used to. And I let someone convince me to do a nine-mile obstacle course race. Right. And about midway through that race, I actually got lost on that course. <laughs> and it happened to be on one of those downhill sections, luckily. So I was about seven miles in, lost as can be, just running. And it was one of those, you know, I, I was no chance of winning. Um, just winging it, having a good time. And... I felt that, I guess you would say, runner's high, where it kind of <laughs> got into me. And from there, I had another friend in Louisiana actually convince me to do my first ever ultra marathon shortly after that. So you went from like a nine-mile Spartan race to the ultra. Well, right. Funny story, yes, actually. <laughs> um, I, did a, I did a training run before my first 50K. It was 15 miles, and it was the longest I'd ever run. Right. And I went out and ran that uh it was a 50K the following weekend, and <laughs> I, I swore to myself I would never do another ultra marathon again. That right. Was, that was it. Never run a marathon. I'd never run a half marathon at that point. The week before, I went out on that course and ran 15 miles. And right. You know, the rest is history. So what was that first ultra? Do you remember? It the was, name? It was oh, Big Dog 50K. Oh, right. I believe is what it's okay. called. It's in Louisiana. It's in Lincoln Parish Park in Louisiana. There is a mountain bike trail there. And it's a ten mile mountain bike trail and we looped it three times. And so I'm I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna be right straight honest. I'm not familiar with Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Where's Monroe? Right. Monroe is northeast Louisiana. Okay. So, okay. Excuse me. If you're from Louisiana, you realize that there's a difference between South Louisiana and North Louisiana. Right. What's the main difference? Um, the main difference is the culture. So South Louisiana is the Cajun. Right. Uh, North Louisiana is more of the redneck hill. Traditional kind of people. southern yeah. Exactly. And gotcha. where were you then? I was North Louisiana. So you're yeah. the, the redneck. Exactly. What right. you said. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because, again, I've never been there. Just TV. Okay. Louisiana is, <laughs> <laughs> like, humid. Yeah. Okay. It's as humid as can be. Okay. And you guys have alligators. We do. Okay. There's no Even shortage. in northern. Yes. There's plenty of alligators in northern and Louisiana. And you've got What the hell's wrong with them? Don't what, they know better? What's wrong with the alligators? <laughs> no. What's wrong with them? I mean, they, they, isn't there, like, a dividing line where you guys have this agreement, like, okay, you're not going to come this far north, and uh, we won't come this far south. I think they missed that memo. <laughs> and, but you guys have got, like, other crazy critters, too. Yeah, like Snakes people. and lots of Lots snakes. of hillbillies. Um, so water moccasins. Oh, those are mean. Those are those are the ones that you really have to watch out for. They, they will chase you down. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, they are, they are not friendly. So that's what I tell people all the time here who are scared of rattlesnakes. I'm like, you know, you're lucky. Rattlesnakes have a warning sign. Seems right. like you play with those. You're, you're running. <laughs> you're running through Louisiana. You don't get a warning. They just lash out. You're like, at what you. was that? Oh that was weird right, exactly. on my calf. Uh-huh. All right. So, so because you you started trailing there, was there? And we you just mentioned a little bit. Was it kind of scary too, though? Because that's well, what I think, right? It wasn't really scary. Um, so, how many years ago did you do this race? This was, I believe, in 2015. No, 2013. Okay. Was okay. the Big Dog Ultra. All right, so four years ago, did you guys have a big trail running scene there no, at that time? No, there was actually, in North Louisiana, where I'm from, there's only two single-track trails, and one of them's underwater in the river. 
the majority of the year. So the river okay. actually rises. It's a mountain bike slash running trail. It's about three miles, and you can loop it as many times as you want to. Okay. And the other one was Lincoln Parish, which is 10 miles. Right. And it's a single-track mountain bike trail that a lot of people run also. And, okay. and, and again, I'm guessing here, but it's pretty flat. Well, let me, let me rephrase mountain bike trail. It is a trail that bikes go on, and you can occasionally carry a mountain bike out there, but it is far from a mountain bike trail. Okay. It's rolling hills. Um, so you're not, there's no extended downhills. There's no extended climbs. It's all just short, punchy climbs. And okay. So elevation wise, you're starting at, at zero. 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 Yeah. And you're maxing out at like 10. 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. That's awesome. Right. Yes. That's awesome. I had a big run in today. I got a lot of vert. 27. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. 2,700. Awesome. No, Feet. 27 yeah. well, feet. People ask me all the time, what kind of mountains did they have in Louisiana? I said, you know, we had plenty of them. Uh, we have football stadiums and overpasses. Yeah. yeah. And that was our that was our mountains. That's, and that's right. Wow. Yeah. That's exactly. crazy. Overpasses. No. That's awesome. Let's <laughs> run up and down an overpass. Exactly. That's right. You get 20 feet out of Skipping yes. over water moccasins. Yeah. That's oh. it. So you uh, you started doing that, and then you said you got that runner's high, and then did you find like because uh, you were a baseball player, and Correct. me and Joel were soccer players, yep. so we've converted. Did you just have this immediate oh, connection, I guess, with trail running, I guess, or running in general? It, well, it was actually with trail running, so I could care less about running on a road, as bad as that is to say. No, I mean, it's okay. It's, we it's agree. a necessary <laughs> evil, as yeah. I would call it. Yeah. Well, running was a necessary evil years ago, but yeah. trail running on punished. the road is a necessary evil. Um, so I was—I had a connection with trail running. I would actually drive out to that trail 45 minutes away and wow. run, you know, on the weekends because you know I didn't didn't want to run on the road, and I didn't want to wade waist deep through water running on another trail. So, no. you know, that that 10 mile option. Did you have leeches? That's their version of the treadmill underwater treadmill. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. low yeah. impact. My yeah. knee hurts. I'm gonna go run on yeah. the trail. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So there was a connection there with trail running. I, I kind of fell in love with trail running, and that's what made me want to initially go out to Colorado. Is, right. You know, I heard about trails, and I was at that time just getting into mountain biking. So okay, you know, there was a lot of mountain biking out in the area. Right. And I wanted to be somewhere where I could actually enjoy that. So do you miss the food? You know, <laughs> I am the oddball of Louisiana, Uh-oh. as oh bad man. as it is to say. Sounds Are you like vegetarian. It. I'm not a vegetarian, but no, he's I, a vegan. I tended up. No, I'm not vegan. Although I did bring in my vegan protein. <laughs> That's for some right. Reason. It just tastes good. Uh, I'll actually put bacon in it sometimes. Oh boy, That's yeah. awesome. Um, Stir it with a bacon <laughs> stick. Exactly. Yeah, that I do. It was a true story. Um, so I was actually the person that would always cook at the house. A lot of the options in Louisiana, you didn't have many health food options, and I always tried to be healthy and active. Okay. And. Yeah, oddly enough, I would cook the majority of my meals, and I was that guy who sat at the house on Sunday and meal prepped. Wow, you know, just for, for the, the upcoming week. week. Uh huh. But you know, when you do go on that long run, you you enjoy some of the foods, uh, crawfish and mm, I like crawfish, you know, blackened fresh redfish from yeah. Louisiana. Those are some of the things that I do miss. So wow. there's there's definitely some dishes you miss. Exactly, right? and grandma's cooking. Let me oh. tell you, hey, grandma's fried chicken. If you <laughs> you ever find yourself down in Louisiana, you just ask me, and I'm gonna point you in the direction of my grandmother's house. She's gonna fry you up some chicken, and you will never be the same. We I, need to. I'm ready. Uh-huh. How, how <laughs> close is the back forty to Louisiana? I have do you no think? idea. I'm that's not, a, that's that's in Arkansas. Okay, so, so maybe we, we can drive down to uh-huh. to, to, mind, I'm to, to Mama Mama Ledford's house. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 
Keep him out okay. of northeast Louisiana. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to drive too far south. I know. Uh-huh. Awesome. See, no, Road I trip. mean, there's just like stereotypes of different places across the United States. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. And that's just right. the way it's always will be. Utah, it's Mormon. Right? Yeah. Everybody talks about, oh, it's Mormon. They don't mm-hmm. have fun. They don't do this. Right. Total lie. Yeah. Um, you get other states, Louisiana. Right. You, you talk redneck. You talk hillbilly. Is that the other one? Hillbilly. Okay. Yes. So, right? Okay. So, I think of drinking out of a mason jar. Yes. That does right? happen. And do you guys moonshine? There, is well, that more like Kentucky-ish? That's more the Kentucky-ish okay. right. side right. of things. Okay. Um, you know, we're more of the hop on the four wheelers, stay out all night riding four wheelers. You know, frogging? Do you got frogging? Gigging. We, we did. Gigging. We did Go frog. gigging. Yeah. Frog gigging. Um, so, yes, we did a lot of gigging. Frog legs are pretty good. Deep I, fry frog legs. I leg. like frog legs. I'm not going to uh-huh. um, There A lot of that. Coon hunting. I mean, oh, my gosh. You just turn the dogs loose, sit there all night, wait for the, the dogs to treat the coons, go out there and. Squirrels. It's a good old town. Squirrels, squirrels. all the time. But, yeah. Yeah. but like people in Louisiana eat squirrel, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Squirrel dumplings is like one of the top things. <laughs> Does grandma to eat. cook those? Grandma squirrel. cooks everything. Dude, we're going to love <laughs> going to grandma's you bring, house. you bring grandma a possum, she'll cook it oh up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. if I could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. I could go squirrel. Squirrel dumpling sounds good. I can go possum over squirrel. Squirrel's greasy. I would go squirrel. Ooh. You do the possum. See, I'll here's do the, the thing: it's all about the way you cook it. And yeah. Keep in mind, in Louisiana, one of the reasons why I made my own food mm-hmm. is you pretty much fatten everything yeah. up. Well, so yeah. the actual taste of the meat kind of goes out the window. Right. So I mean, you could cook a skunk and it would taste delicious in Louisiana. Hmm. It's all about that seasoning. You can do yeah. that one too if you want. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, especially for the drive <laughs> home or yeah. the drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, it is. It's Because that's why I was asking about the alligators and because you have bugs. You hear a lot of people say there's mosquitoes. a lot of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes okay, will so take you away. People complain about the heat and the bugs here. Right. Uh-uh. It's like vacation yeah. for you, like oh, Cabo. Yeah. I come out here and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't experienced heat since I moved here. Yeah. And the bugs, I mean, you sit outside in Louisiana for 10 minutes Getting and you're up. itching for the rest, for you're three like, days. You like right. bloat, look bloated, exactly. but it's just swelling. Yeah. <laughs> you really have to, I mean, you have to wear some weighted shoes because those mosquitoes will carry you off. <laughs> They're big. See, this is awesome. Uh-huh. So some of the stuff I've heard is like you're confirming yeah. from right because you lived there your whole life, other yes. than two years ago. Uh-huh. So you grew up there, Correct. full on redneck. Yes, I keep saying I want to it's, mix it's quite all right. I, I accept it. I'm, I'm I like that. that. I like when people own uh-huh. what they're right. And it's their not passion. Like, yeah, and it's right? not like derogatory. You know, it's just like what no. it is. Actually, right? I guess it could be. It right? could be derogatory. Yeah, could, if you yeah, look up sure. the definition of. Redneck. Depends yeah. on how you say it. Yeah. And who yeah. you're talking to, either. True. Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah. You're saying it with love. I totally am. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the love. Oh, yeah. Totally. Because yeah. this is this is awesome. I love talking to people that not just have moved here because I've been here for so long and I, I have appreciation and love for the area, but also people that have come from somewhere else to know more about, like, again, I've never been to Louisiana. I know. You know, other than, you know, watching a Saints game on TV. The Saints right? game. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Or Katrina. Or, uh-huh. you know, I'm serious. That's right. my whole thing from it but we've met a few other people from louisiana mm-hmm. just recently um trinity and mike stephenson oh yeah that's right because they talked about making beignets yeah the jo- yeah we want i've been those. trying to link up with mike for months now yeah we're we'll be in the same place and yeah just miss each other yeah because i was you guys both were at our festival the uh-huh. film night and i'm talking to you because i didn't know you're from louisiana like mm-hmm. when you came because we've stalked you and know who known who you are for quite a while okay well you came up to the film festival finally got the introduction and you had your accent i'm like hold on 
I'm missing this. Right. Like I never yeah, making the connection. Yeah. Right. I'm like, wait a minute, you are not from Utah. Yeah. No, he's not from Layton. And then, and then yeah, Layton. <laughs> Layton. And then you said where you're from, and my immediate reaction was, oh, there's some other people here from yeah. Louisiana. Uh-huh. You probably know them because Louisiana is so small. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's only three people that live there. Yeah, exactly, pretty much, yeah. and they're all here. So, yeah. so you moved here. Um, what was your initial thought when you first came out like here? Right when you got here, like Dumb and Dumber, like well, this is cool. <laughs> dumb and Dumber. I'll be I'll be quite honest. I uh, I was telling Eric a little while ago when I first moved here, I actually had my vehicle stolen. Like so how like how long? Were three you here? days after I moved here, <laughs> I had my vehicle Welcome stolen. Welcome to this in Salt Lake. This was in Salt Lake. So when I moved, where did out you here, initially move to? What neighborhood? I was in South Salt Lake. Oh, and okay. Rosewood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the deal. I uh, I didn't know anybody. So well, you know you had to lock your car here. That's the thing. Yeah. Because in Louisiana, you, you didn't have to. You get out of the store, you leave your car running. Yeah. Run in the store. You're go good. Shopping. Pet raccoon in yeah, there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Right. But here, I uh, it was a, a group activity. I didn't know anybody out here, so I signed up for every group activity that I could possibly be a part of to meet right. people. That's awesome. Um, and I went to that first group activity, and sure enough, I left an impression on them. Someone from the yeah. group probably still. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh. So, yeah. Did you ever get your car back? It's out in the parking Same lot Same one? Right now. Yeah. Okay. Right I've on. had a car stolen Yeah. at a trailhead, and it's the wor- it's a horrible feeling. It is. You feel, like, violated when right. you get back in. Once they fix it back up, you're yeah. kind of, like, you're just, It's dirty. not the same, right? Yeah. And I had yeah. the car for a long time after, too. But. Yeah. So you got your car back, mm-hmm. but you were also saying that it, that first time you know first little while here was rough not just because your car was stolen but all the stuff that comes with that yes and, and you didn't know anybody here didn't know anybody um actually still banked with a local bank back in louisiana so there was no access to a oh, bank here yeah i lost my id i lost my debit card so i had no access to cash wow um so i didn't have any friends it right was pretty much just winging it for a few weeks wow. after moving here i actually the night that my vehicle got stolen I had the keys in, to my apartment were in the vehicle. <laughs> and I actually, so the here's the way it happened. I had two key fobs for my vehicle. Right. And one of them I would just throw in the vehicle. The other one I would go run with, which is what we were doing. It was right. a group run. And I went, we got done with our run. I ran back in, grabbed my bottle of water, and still had my key fob. And the other keys were sitting in the, in the vehicle. And, you know, they stole the vehicle. It had my house keys on it. Oh, man. Um, so I wasn't able to get inside. I didn't right. have any access. I didn't know anybody to call. So I sat outside for a while of my apartment, you know, just sitting there basically feeling homeless at this point, um, sweaty and freezing cold. And I luckily was able to get my father on the line, and he was able to call a locksmith. Right. And they took his credit card number and got me into the house, yeah. thankfully. Wow. So Without ID. To, I'm trying right. to get into this house. I exactly. know you had a call from my dad in uh-huh. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get in this place. I got no ID. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm looking stellar because yes. I'm sweaty. And yeah. Exactly. Can you let me in? The guy's like, you got it. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. That's pretty so, funny. Wow. Had to, uh, had to make things up as I go. So at that point, were you ready to leave? You're like, no, actually. This, this Utah thing sucks. I know. <laughs> well, it was actually, it was quite comical. And I appreciate the experience. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of patience during that time. I learned that, you know, this, lock your car. this fast pace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. This fast paced lifestyle and this need to have it now, you know, lifestyle that kind of made me take a step back and you know, realize what was important. So I took away that two weeks with the understanding that, you know, some of the things that I kind of took for granted, not as worried about anymore. So nice. it was, it was a learning experience. And right. Yeah. I don't, I don't regret it. Yeah. 
So did you when you left Louisiana? Did you stay with the same company in Salt Lake? So it's like a transfer. Yes. So you still were working. Yes. So that right when you were same here, company. it was kind of so getting getting yeah, going. Yeah, I had the week off um, to get you know kind of transition. Right. And then they stole my vehicle, and I had another two weeks off. So yeah. Yeah. After not having a vehicle, that was my all I have is a company vehicle. So I didn't have any other way to. Oh. So it was a company car that got yes. stolen. Even. Oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was that was fun calling my boss the next morning. Um. I just got out here, and you know, that vehicle that was waiting here for me—it's not here anymore. It's—it's oh. it's kind of <laughs> gone. Did you guys take it back? Uh, <laughs> Is this yeah. a sign? Did I lose yeah, exactly. My job? It's, it's you guys not. playing a trick on me? <laughs> exactly. So, where, do, do you still work for the same company? Same company. So, yes. who do you work with? I work for—it's Liberty Mutual Insurance, essentially. Um, okay. So, I'm an insurance adjuster, and have a company minivan. Nice. Which a lot of people make fun of the oh, minivan. That's nope. okay. Let me Not tell us. you. That thing, hey, you, nice, can, huh? you can fit a lot of extracurricular activities in that <laughs> Extra minivan. Extracurricular <laughs> activities. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> no, that's that's super alligator cool. in the back. Yeah. 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 Bring it and scare some people. Try to steal this sucker. Yeah. That's, that's right. Exactly right. <laughs> or whatever noise they make. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> like, whatever it is. Dude, I like the bear sound. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. It's kind of a mix between a bear and what I would feel an alligator. Okay. Sounds like. Like if I had a alligator. I think the hiss. Do they? Don't they hiss. They'll kind of grumble a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think they're hissers. It's like when I wake up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> grumble a little bit. Uh-huh. Hiss. Joel, we still running? <laughs> <laughs> Through a text, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're out here, and you say you started getting in with uh, group activities. Correct. What were some of the first groups you came across? Was it running specifically, or running. were you kind of looking at different things? Just uh, running? Initially, it was running groups. Um, I got on that Wrangler page. Okay. And... Yeah, funny story. It's it's kind of odd that we're sitting here, but I was actually on Canis's first group run. Wow! For Park City Run Company. Oh wow! Um, he threw it out there on the Wrangler page, and that was the only resource that I had to meet people at the time. And I showed up, and sure enough, it was just me and Canis out here. Nice. We went for the first Park City group Did run. Did you? Yep. Um, That's so I cool. I saw my first moose. Yeah. And oh. I was I was initially drawn to the moose, so I start walking towards <laughs> it and Canis 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 like, Hey Logan, Logan, no. Yeah. You gotta understand moose are not nice. That's, no. that's not the shop yeah. moose. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to run moose. the other way when you see a moose. So so you know. that, that that brings up an interesting point. Like when you got here, though, and and they started started to experience. What was your thought? I mean, because Louisiana, you, we've kind of covered that a little bit. And yeah, your you're, mountains are twenty seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah. right. At the well, peak. I was absolutely. <laughs> That's the highest overpass. Yeah. I, I look back now, and it's absolutely amazing. When I first moved out here, the first run that I did, I had the app on my phone, all trails, uh-huh. and one of the first trails I found was the Hogle Zoo Trailhead. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I didn't know anything about vert at the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. So I'm looking at this. And I'm like, okay, so that trail is about four miles. Right. So, yeah, I'll just go do a quick little four-mile run. <laughs> I made it about a quarter mile, and I was still going straight up. And I'm like, yeah, I think a half a mile is going to be good for today. <laughs> I'm going to turn it around right here. I'm going to turn so, it around. Exactly. And that was on the Hogle Zoo. Um, <laughs> so I, it took me a little while to adjust to actually going uphill. Right. Um I can remember I joined a friend at oh, Desolation Lake. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I joined them for a run one night, and they nearly killed me. <laughs> I got about five miles in, and they still joke at me this day. They're like, yeah, I remember that first time you came on our group run, and, yeah, we didn't think you were going to make it. <laughs> we didn't think we were ever going to see you again. <laughs> and, I mean, it was it was a struggle. I had to adjust to actually moving uphill quickly. So it was it was a learning curve for sure. What about the, the, uh, the scenery? 
I mean, what was beautiful. I mean, the difference. I mean, again, between and I've never been there, but Louisiana compared to what you know we're we're in right now. I mean, yeah. were you just I want to say blown away because that's how I feel sometimes still in Even the mountains. When you drive exactly. up to Park City, yeah, it's yeah. really pretty. And when you drive up here, yeah, but I mean, were you just kind of like gawking at everything? Yes. Type? Yes. So did you drive? So you drove yourself out here I from drove, Louisiana? Drove out here in a budget yeah. truck, right? Yes. Um, and you never, you had not been out here previous never. to that. So what was that like when you were driving across the country? It's kind of flat, 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 and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's some mountains. Well, there was, so I picked up my cousin in Dallas, Texas, and he was actually in the process of moving to Colorado. Okay. Um, so I drove up to Colorado with him. Where um, at? And, yeah, I think he was in Colorado Springs. Okay. That's where he was moving to. Right. And I basically picked him up. He didn't do anything but just joined me on the drive up to Colorado Springs. So okay. basically I gave him a free lift up there <laughs> Yeah, is, is how that went. Gotcha. But uh, I got to Colorado Springs and I started driving down to Salt Lake. And I can remember this like it was yesterday. I, all of a sudden they shut down 80 uh-huh. in between Colorado Springs and Salt Lake because of a huge snowstorm that came through. Oh. Right. I got stuck in Lyman, Wyoming. Which huh. is nothing but There's one little that's flea a booming bag. metropolis. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing out there. Oh my so, gosh, that's in between. That's in between Rock Springs and uh, um, Evanston. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. There's not a lot there's there. There's nothing. There's, there's like the nothing out there. There's there's some big hotel out there. What's that? Little thing? America. Little America's out there. Yeah. Uh, but I was not close to Little America. No. 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 I was. I was close. Lyman, Lyman's got a good restaurant. Yeah. Taco Tom. Yeah. It was. It was a struggle. So they have, they don't have a Motel Six. I think they have a Motel One there. <laughs> um, so oh, like I one hour. <laughs> well, well, luckily, check in, get your sheets. Yeah. Luckily, I walked in and I was like, "So how much is it going to be for the night?" And they're like, "Oh, it's only forty dollars." Like, sign me up. I'll be for here an hour. Week. Exactly. For your first hour. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> Here's your so, roll of quarters. Yeah. I, uh, I got snowed in. <laughs> <laughs> I got snowed in in Lyman, Wyoming, and then finally uh, the next morning they opened up I eighty. Yeah. And I'm still old redneck from Louisiana, trying to just cruise, and I'm thinking this fishtail and budget truck is a, a blast. I'm just laughing the whole way through there. <laughs> uh, never driven in snow, so in Louisiana, oh. if you if you get an inch of snow, they're shutting down the city. Yeah, yeah the whole so, state shuts down. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I'm sitting and I, I'm reading these signs that say chains required. I'm like. Okay, I don't know where to buy a chain from. But <laughs> a chain for what? You know, what? What do you do with these I got chains? a gold chain on, and we're good. <laughs> they have these chain-up areas, and I, I had no clue what they were. <laughs> Never seen this. It was actually the first time that I'd ever seen a snowplow as well. Wow. And uh, so I'm driving driving into Salt Lake, and I come through, I believe it was Echo yeah. area, and my jaw just dropped. I was like, wow, this is incredible. And it was that moment when I was like, you know what? This is worth it. You know, this is worth everything, the chances that I'm taking. Right. I don't regret it one bit. I'm going to make the most of this. And Right on. It was just that, that view. I mean, I'm looking over at Echo Reservoir. And right. The mountains coming up and the canyon that I'm about to drive through. And I'm like, right. I've Driving never seen through these like mountains. It. Yeah. Uh, Fishtailing in the budget truck. Yeah. Exactly. Hooting and hollering. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it, it still amazes me to this day because I get caught up in, you know, I, I got caught up in running a lot of ridgeline and doing a lot of, high elevation exploring last year and sometimes i'll still go out to the shoreline or the pipeline and i'll stop and think you know i came from louisiana where we didn't have anything nearly this beautiful and it really causes me to take a step back and say you know what i appreciate even this you know this is incredible and i'm thankful that i made this choice and 
you know, decided to move out to Salt Lake. So well, wow. it's like a leap of faith, really. I mean, it just is. even hearing your story to get out here in your first little bit here, that could yeah. be like a perfect sitcom. Yeah. It you could. Know, driving like out it. here, stopping in Lyman, you know, mm-hmm. going through the snow, getting your you know, brand new, you know, car stolen. And Let me tell you, it would have made a hell of a reality TV show. Right. Um, especially seeing me join some of those first winter runs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another thing in Louisiana, you don't have a winter like you do here. Yeah. So yeah. I'm joining up with some friends and I'm showing up in camouflage. Uh, I got <laughs> camouflage mittens on. I'm wearing some rubber boots, like knee high rubber boots. I don't know what to expect. Waders, like, chest waders. Hey, what are you, what are you doing? Funny story. Steve Frogley, um, up in, up in Heber. He, uh, he carried me fishing for the first time not too long ago, and I showed up in the old chest-high waders <laughs> from Louisiana, camouflage <laughs> neoprene. Uh, I'm ready to go duck hunting. He's like, well, what kind of boots are those? I'm like, I don't know. They're going to work, though. Don't worry about me. I'm not going to be seen by a fish. <laughs> I'm not going to be seen by uh, a fish. <laughs> so it was it, the clothing, you know, changing all of that. It, it took a little while to... Just yes, culture exactly. and yeah. yes, new weather. Realized that I didn't have to wear 36 layers of down jackets to stay warm. Right. Yeah, they actually make nice clothing that you can be <laughs> you know, aerodynamic in out here and, and still go run. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. So then when you got out here, I mean, did you just immerse yourself in, in running? Or did you just kind of... Actually, the first year I was here, I was into mountain biking. Okay. I, I ran just to keep my running fitness up. But I did a lot of mountain biking. I spent a lot of time driving down to Moab. Okay. Um, mm. I can actually remember the first time I ever went down, or up here in Park City, I went down the trail Crescent Mine Grade, and it was about three miles of downhill, and that I sold at that moment. <laughs> right. I, I was. I got down to the bottom, and the smile was on my face for a week. I had so much fun bombing that thing, and yeah, I got into mountain biking. And last year, actually. I said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try some of these longer distance races. I'm gonna I'm gonna set some goals, and mm-hmm. I set a goal to do my first 50 miler last year. And January 1st rolls around, and I went out and I ran 10 miles, and you know, kind of got caught up on the ease and the beauty of running. Right. And that's it's kind of taken over. And when you say then. the ease, are you talking about like just getting ready, getting, getting ready, yeah, just ready, so I don't have to get out the of the shoes car, on. I don't have to worry about tubes for the tires right. i don't have to worry about you know all those mistakes or just get get out of the car tie your shoes just go. Exactly. off you go yes so what what was your first 50 miler then that you were squaw peak okay oh yes. yeah so you just busted right into it yeah squaw peak for those that don't know that's a that's a butt kicker mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's some serious business yeah I, uh, but that's old school that was cool that you chose that right away it was it was part of the course you know i had never been to that area so that right. was another goal of mine is i still want to experience a lot of places that i haven't been right um so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do Squaw Peak because yeah. I'd never been down there. So what was that experience like for you? It was brutal. Um, <laughs> it was Had you done anything between that Big Dog? So I did the or? Big Dog Ultra. Right. Um, I paced a buddy for when I first moved out here, the first person who actually carried me out on a trail run. He was doing Antelope Island 100. Okay. And that was like two weeks after I moved out here. So I paced him for that. And I actually ran like 20 miles of that with him. Right. And when I say run, I mean, we walked and had a nice conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was great. And I was scared to death the whole time. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do 20 miles and keep up because right. these people out here are you know, superhuman. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Um, I paced a few other races. I did some shorter races. Um, and then that year, I actually did Antelope Canyon Half Marathon. Okay. Um, 
and I was, this is what kind of got me. I realized that I was in a new place. Everybody that we were sitting around eating with before the Antelope Canyon race, they were doing the 50 mile and the 50K. And right. Yeah, they turned to me and like, Logan, what distance are you doing? I was like, I'm doing the half marathon. And everybody's response is, that's it? <laughs> what, what do you mean is that it? It's 13 miles. <laughs> yeah, where I'm from, if you run 13 miles, that's good for the year. You're done. <laughs> and, and everybody's asking me if that's it, if that's all I'm running. So it, it changed my mindset as far as distance and right. you know what the body's capable of in, in this area. I mean, it's just a mindset thing. Um, so I did do the Antelope Island 50K that year okay. in preparation. Um, and then other than that, I think it was... I don't think there was any other races in between training there and right. Yeah, just getting out and having fun. Wow. And when we say training runs, I was not, I didn't have any training plan whatsoever. Just I was just going out there run. and having fun. Yeah. Exactly. So did, did you have people, since you started to immerse yourself or get to know these people that run and go on group runs, did did you ever pick their brains did you ever like squat peak again is not easy no right? and there's some vert and it's 50 miles mm-hmm. and it's not like the buffalo you know 50k right. which is a tough one out there because it's, there tough, is, but it's flat but it's flat Ish. yes so did you pick people's brains like nutrition wise what to wear how to drop bag or did you just go oh, i got my bottle my pack my my waiters i'm right. good here, here's, here's <laughs> stereotypical guy here I, I thought that i knew it all so yeah. i didn't need any help i was just going to get out there and wing it um, I can. There's still a picture of me at mile 26 chugging a beer in the Squaw Peak 50 miler. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Well, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I tell you what, I did learn a valuable lesson in that that 50 mile race. I tried to eat nothing but aid station food, right. aka junk food. And at about mile 32, my body was just in so much pain. My stomach was Uh-oh. hurting so bad. And finally, I started eating some of the food that I brought. Right. Um, and it was you know more nutritional you know because you're a healthy eater yeah exactly so So you weren't used to filling the body with this crap and i was just taking full advantage of the uh the aid station buffet and i'm going in grabbing everything i'm like oh yeah this looks good i hadn't had this in three years (laughs) never had Um, sweaty m&ms before yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so So sweaty chips man (laughs) soggy Uh, so i did learn that valuable lesson that day i uh i decided that aid station food as tempting as it may be Probably not for me. Well, it depends on what race you're at, too, though. Yes. Really. I mean, those, uh, all the ones that Matt Gunn has put on in the past, Mm -hmm. those A stations have good food. I tell you what. Typically, they do. Yes. My secret to success is the peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. So you just take the bacon. Yeah. You take their little peanut butter. Oh, you scoop it. You just, well, no, you just throw that bacon in the sandwich and go. Got Okay. So you're eating a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like it. You get some salt and some fat and some protein. A little protein. Mm -hmm. You get the the whole, the whole gamut. I like it. That's like a Uh quick stop at the buffet. Yes, sir. Joel's a pierogi guy. Oh, man. You got to be careful. (laughs) Oh, I I didn't know what those were until Wasatch. (laughs) Right. Uh, And someone explained it to me. I was like, no. No, I'm never gonna eat one of those. That sounds horrible. No, they're they're delicious. Uh, what was it? We were at Smut, we were at Smut, and Joel was like, he had a couple. Uh, uh, yeah, more than a couple. Yeah, he was he was hammering them. Yeah, I, I didn't have I, one. It was like, it was like that first time that you have like like sugar and your eyes just get all big. You're like, oh, that's what I'm. Give me missing. another one of those right now, <laughs> and then you can't stop. Because you know Carl Meltzer's just handing you more, yeah. and he's just egging you on because yeah. he's no he knows you're gonna throw up. Yeah. That walking point. out of that last day yeah. station. He's like, oh, this is going to hurt him. For it. Exactly. Yeah. And he's almost home. It's yeah, he's on. Yeah, I know. He's got like <laughs> another eight miles. You're fine. They're they're tempting. Okay. You'll, you'll like them. Trust me. I'll try one of these. Yes. Days. Yes, absolutely. 
So you you did the how how'd that race go overall? You had you you know hit thirty something, but it I mean was, you, it was brutal. Yeah. So Squaw Peak, everybody told me, oh that last ten miles, that's gonna be it's all downhill, and then you hit a little road section that's downhill, and it's right to the finish line. <laughs> so we got to Bozong Hill, yeah, and I had taken a, a fall like, right before we got there, and my hydration. You know, a bottle fell out of my pack and fell down the mountain. Did so you know I lost it? it. You, did you know it? Yes, I did. Okay, but I mean, it was either go scraping through the bushes trying to find it right down the side of the mountain, and I'm already dead tired. So I'm, I didn't know what I was getting into. I'd never been right. on the course, and everybody just told me about Bozong Hill, and I was like, "No, no big deal. I'll, I'll handle that." <laughs> so I get to Bozong Hill, and I'm about halfway up, and you know, just thirsty as can be no water whatsoever right had another Exposed. buddy brad Sween was right there he's like oh yeah you can have some of my water if you run out we'll just stick together right that son of a gun got to bozong hill and he took off drinking <laughs> his water and i'm sitting there back behind him just struggling I'm like watching watching the water me. drip exactly. off his chin <laughs> <laughs> he's out there with a big smile on his face drinking water that's so awesome we got to the top of bozong hill and there was a snow patch, and it was the nastiest, dirtiest snow oh, patch yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. And my face went straight into it. Did you? Just I mean, laughed just, it up, just, huh? Oh, yeah. You I'm had like a dirt snow cone. It was like a snow cone, <laughs> yes. Exactly. You didn't, didn't care. Didn't need flavor at all. I mean, got you got some know, sage. Oh, it had flavor. On no. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't know how many people had peed on that little <laughs> snow spot, but I didn't care. He's brushless. It was good to go. Don't eat the yellow snow unless you have no water on Bozong Hill. That's right. It's perfectly okay. So I found that little snow spot and i started just just showing up. up yes um and then we got to the top of that aid station there and i'm like all right so now it's all 10 miles downhill i'm right I'm cruising and we take off in a quarter mile in i'm like oh, this is going to be horrible so it's nothing but rocky technical it is it's a hard downhill yes avalanche and trees and, yep. and after after 40 miles i mean my legs are not willing to right be you know swift and Nimble hurdling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so I pretty much had to walk it. And then we get to that last three miles of downhill road. Oh. Like, All right, so it's going to be a gradual downhill road. No. No. No, it wasn't downhill either. Yeah. Nope. And I, I was, by that time, I was like I'm mentally just taxed. I was like, I'm done. You know what? I, on my watch, it says 50 miles. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. And there's three right miles of road, so I'm right walking here. this road. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I pretty much just I jogged a little bit, walked a little bit to the finish line. And, uh, Got my first fifty miler done. There you nice. go. That was it. that was it. That was my first fifty. Really? Yeah, yeah, and the same pretty and much experiences of the yellow snow. Yeah, <laughs> that that buddy of mine who was enjoying that water, he asked me a few months ago. I was like, "Hey, are you going to do Squaw Peak again this year?" I'm like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and then he actually had the audacity to ask me a couple of weeks later, "Well, if you're not going to do it, are you going to pace me?" No. 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 Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not pacing. Is that Brad? Is that Sween? Sween yes. asked Brad you to Sween. pace him at. Squaw. Well, we have a lot of fun on the trail, so well, that, he I just can wants to hang that. out. Yeah, and enjoy exactly. It, well, that's what, yeah. that's fair enough. But he, but he did, he did, you know, tell me I don't need a pacer, but it would be a lot more fun if you were out there with. All right, me. All right but fair does enough. He, does so. he do bottles or does he do hydration vests? Uh, he does a hydration vest, and it's something like that. He'll have the bottles and the okay. Because I was gonna say, what you could do is poke a hole in his hydration <laughs> vest uh-huh. and then take off on Bozong Hill and yeah. leave him back there. I should with no water. Just does that laugh? Does that suck? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You need to go with these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our eyes are getting just all sabotage big. Sabotage I totally sabotage them. Uh-huh. Right? Just say, I'll fill it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just go over there. and just, I, don't, you know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, dude, Unhack the yellow. holes at the bottom yeah. so it exactly. just floods out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, it must have been that fall back there that you took. Out. <laughs> yeah. What fall? This one, bam. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Squaw Peak 50-miler. I, uh, I finished that one, and 
you know, the rest of the year, it was more that, I mean, I, that was my A race. That was my yeah. goal that year. And sure enough, I got done with that and that wasn't enough. I needed to do more. <laughs> so Gets by, in you. by all means I did more. You did you? Uh, Just dove right in. Oh yeah. So what'd you do the rest of the year? Uh, I did squab. I mean, I did uh, speed goat <laughs> shortly thereafter. <laughs> and we uh, always giggle about that. Yeah. Honestly, I I enjoyed speed goat you know, ten times more than squab peak. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, it was Just all on you trail. in better shape. You no know, road. There was a lot less road. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was yes, I was in better shape. Yeah, right. Water. I, I kind of yeah. I, I didn't, knew didn't that. run out of water. Exactly. Yeah. No so junk. I was, I was hydrated the whole time. I knew how to eat. You know, eat. Right. During the event. So that one was enjoyable. I had a great time. Loved it. I would Good. do that again. Well, and speed go as tough as it is and as much as it kicks you in the teeth, it's gorgeous. Yes. Especially oh, yes. when those flowers are oh, popping. Yeah. And the terrain you get to be on. I mean, right. that's that's the hard part is when you talk about speed go, like, I'll never do that again, but you kind of miss it. Yes. You no. know, I, I kind of do some. I, I like, don't. I, I do. Just the colors. But mm-hmm. now I can take the tram up and act like I'm taking photos during the race. Uh-huh. And, you know volunteer yeah i got to <laughs> i got to do the mini speed goat the uh discreet peak series yeah. later yeah. in the year and i signed up for that one and i mean enjoyed it just as much something right. about that ridge going up to hidden peak mm-hmm. i yeah. don't know why but i've always liked it and it's tough it's uh-huh. so but tough it's, it's pretty it's, it's gorgeous yeah, yeah yes, both absolutely. sides so you're because one of the things that we want to talk to you about because we think it's really cool we've talked about on the show many times too is you've been here for Couple years. Couple years. You kind of starting to immerse yourself into the the Wrangler group mm-hmm. um, and running, but then you just, I don't. How did this start with your whole cleanup crew? Right. Oh, that's right. Just, You're the cleanup guy. I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm, I'm trashy. So this yeah, is. I keep it. I keep yeah. it trashy. So uh, this is kind of becoming your mo. Like yeah. when people see garbage articles or they're like tagging you in the photo. Hey yes. Logan, you know we need to go to the Pacific Island or we need to go here and take. So yes. how did this come about? It was actually it was on the Wrangler page. There was a lot of fuss about. Oh, that's right. You know, two it was two years ago, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it was it was probably about a year ago now. Um, but was, there it? was a lot of fuss yeah. about you know the, trash. The, and the was it the soda? Yeah, soda. Garbage. It was the, um, it was the soda on the summit, right? Yeah. Wasn't so, that what? Yes. Yeah. And there was a lot of trash being found along the trails, and a lot right. of it was being, you know, attributed to you know, a particular group, which right. is you know some of my great friends. Yeah. And I just looked at it this conversation going on the regular page and everybody was just piling up and everybody was just complaining and, and not offering a solution to this problem that right. we supposedly had. And I know the person that they were right. trying to pin it on. It on. Yeah. And I know that that's not true no. at all. Yeah. Um, he's good as gold. I, I, Except for that red hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sam Jukes, you, yeah, you're, you're nailed. But uh, no, he's, he's good as gold. Actually, he, him and I internet dated the first year I was out here. <laughs> I love he that. He sent me he sent me up the mountain on one of oh my, my first adventures. And my brain. <laughs> and from that on from then on I asked him every weekend, I was like, Sam, what should I do this weekend? What should I do this weekend? And he would always give me a different place to go. That's awesome. I just followed his lead and then it took about a year before I actually met up with him. I, I found him one day at Donut Falls. He was walking with his kid on his shoulder. And I said, Sam Jukes? And he's like, Who are you? I was like, we've been internet dating for the last year. <laughs> you haven't told like, your oh, wife about me? You're Logan? <laughs> he stepped right back, didn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. like, whoa, whoa. Buddy. Yeah, no, exactly. It was, it was funny. And uh, you know, shortly thereafter, I joined on the first run, and we've been running ever since. So yeah, I appreciate everything wow. that he's done for me. I mean, it's, That's it's awesome. incredible. But uh, yeah, he was kind of getting piled on. And it was the thing is, is I mean, he doesn't care. Right. Throw blame at him. He understands what he's doing, and he's not. I mean, he's out here to try to improve everybody else's experience right. in the mountains. Um, but nobody was offering a solution. Everybody right. was just complaining. And 
it was going nowhere. It was mm-hmm. just one person piling on top. And, you know, suddenly I, I was running out in the Uintas one day and there was a bottle laying on the side of the trail and I reached over and picked it up and it was, you know, kind of a bottle like my shaker bottle here. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what, this bottle is still useful. And it just stuck with me. You know, right. Being useful. I'm like, you know what? We're complaining a lot about trash, but nobody's doing anything about it. Why don't why don't I do something to change, you know, our image as a Wrangler group, which is right. so huge. Yeah. And I threw out the uh the opportunity. I'd give somebody a hundred dollars who collected the most trash that year or that month. And wow. from that point forward, um, I know Trail and Ultra kind of called on to it. Right. And they supported with shoe giveaways for the remaining months. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of grown since then. You know, a lot of support. Um, and people love the fact that we're actually working to, you know, leave everything better than we found it. Right. And that's the goal is to, you know, if you're going to walk in somewhere, you know, make it a better place before you walk out. Right. And that's what we're our goal is. And it's I'm trying to keep it to the Wrangler page because... Yeah, that's who I want that image and those yeah. people who improved my life so much and guided me when I moved out here. Uh, I want them to have a good image. When people see someone on the trail picking right. something up, and I wonder they're probably that Wasatch Mountain Wrangler crew. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's just grown, and people are, are eating it up and absolutely love it. And, yeah, so everybody tags me in, in their posts now. and it's It's been great. Well, I find it interesting and then sad in a way, too, is like you said, it's like their image. But, I mean, we're all trail runners. Me and Joel have a different section that we run on more, you know, saying you guys have yours. But we all know that 99% of the stuff you're finding isn't from you. Yes. No. Right? Exactly. Or for your, from your group. Or from your group. Or right. from, from your crew. From your, your tribe, if right. you will. Um, but that's who gets the blame for it. Yes. Right. right? Because yes. of one instance. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it must be always these guys that yeah. took that 12-pack of Coors Light up there yes. to that rock. And I know. Didn't get it. invited. Yeah, it. right? Exactly. Um, so I think that's what's unique. And some of the photos that people are posting, whether they're doing a run with you, because you have, like, big group runs to do this, or yes. people do it on their own, the amount of garbage that you guys haul back, right? that's like, it's a ton. Yeah. Literally. I mean, it's like, okay, not runners don't do that much no. garbage. I can see a, a gel tab pop on, you know, come off yeah, or, right. you know, something. Inadvertently gets yeah. dropped. But I've never or you seen a fall cool and your water bottle falls over the side of the mountain. mountain yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're just like, you know, I'm leaving that. Yeah. yeah. I'll so come back later. I'll get I'll next get year. I'll get Sween to get that that's for me. Right. <laughs> Brad, what, next year when you do this, just run down the side of that mountain and grab it. It's a that camouflaged water bottle. But no, I think, and I think that's. Because, you know, so many of the, the running community, me and Joel do it. We know a lot of people. You'll pick up garbage. And sometimes yeah. it's yeah. disgusting. You'll yeah. find stuff that you don't want to pick up. Right. And you're like, Absolutely. ah, crap, I can't leave it there. Or yeah. you wait and get it on your way back to Always the car. Always get it on the way back. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. So I think it's it's a good lesson, not just for the community, like giving the Wranglers a better name. Oh, it's a Wrangler picking it up. Because sometimes you look at it, too, and it's like, well, they might be blaming them, but are they giving them credit? Yeah. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And it's like, they deserve credit. Yes. You deserve credit. Yeah. And I think people that enjoy the outdoors like us and i don't mean like just us three but like people that even listen to the show yes that's what they do and you know that's kind of my goal is to make this trash cleanup make it trendy so make it popular right we all go out and we we get so enamored in the photos that we take and the views that we see along the way and you know trash is is not glamorous Mm -mm. so if you can make it one of those things where hey this is cool you know, let's post this on the internet. Right. And that's why I've recently changed things to 
Facebook posts as opposed to you know just saving it in your garage and pissing your wife off. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> keep it. You know, just throw it away when you get to the trailhead. Just tag, right. you know, the the hashtag that we use, and you know, I'll I'll pay a hundred dollars to the most popular or whoever right. wins the drawing at the end of the month. So that way, it kind of becomes trendy and it, it becomes like you know, the thing to do. You know, I'm I'm out picking up trash too. Uh, make it popular. Make it, I don't know, make it cool. Well, and I think it should be, right? I mean, like you said, you le- you take these beautiful photos, and right. any of these photos you take, if you stick garbage in the bottom right. corner, mm-hmm. people are going to gravitate towards that. I don't care what your view is. You're, gonna, you're always going to see that little thing that doesn't belong. Right. Exactly. The trees well, belong, the rocks belong. <laughs> in a way, yeah. I mean, when you're running, you kind of see those things are out of place. Because yep. if you do the same trail over and over again, you know what to expect. Like this morning we were running. Oh, yeah. And there was this log that's normally in the middle of the trail. And it's buried. And it's buried. Uh-huh. This morning it was it was kind of out of the trail and out of the place a little bit. Uh-huh. And we immediately stopped because we yeah. something's wrong here. Something's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the, some... Knucklehead. We'll just leave it as knucklehead. Mountain knucklehead. biker dug it up. <laughs> okay. And so we had to remove it because it was dangerous. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at that it, point it was dangerous. So you, it, you notice those little things, yes, right? absolutely. And so we're more in tune to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And, you know, you, the other thing is you get to some of these popular urban trails oh, or yeah. like Tipinogos, even though I wasn't going to go there, but yes. Yeah, yeah, like Timp so would be a good that was, example. That was my least favorite trail, and everybody loves it. And they're like, why do you not like it so much? I did it one time two years ago. It was the trashiest, nastiest yep. place I've ever been. Right. And I don't know. It was just a bad experience. Yeah. Right. Didn't We've got something like that up in our area. Yep. Um, Davis County's got something. Mm-hmm. Adams Canyon. Yep. They've got something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mueller Park would be another example. Yeah. Just getting hammered by people that want to go on a hike. Yeah. Th- yeah. They might only hike once or twice a year mm-hmm. and they don't know the proper etiquette. Bring their lunch out there. Yeah. And leave well, their lunch. And, have picnic. And, I, yeah. and I think that's the thing is like Joel says proper etiquette, but it's right. to me, and I, I could be a. And a bleep bleep for saying this, but it's almost like human etiquette, right? You're, you're like, an old school guy. Yeah, it's like garbage littering in any form. I hate cigarette butts out a car window. That drives oh, me yeah. up a friggin' wall. Like it really does. And people yeah. are like, dude, it's a you small, go, like, I don't rage. really care. Yeah. You know, it's disgusting. It could it start a fire. Exactly. Yeah, and it's still littering. It's paper and it's gross. And fill whatever. How hard it is. is it for you to put it in your little? And Do they make ashtrays anymore. I don't, I don't know. think you smoke in cars though. I mean, that's the no, you, you vape in smoke. I no mean, one's gonna throw their vape thing out. <laughs> their vape, their little, their little. What they're called? What are those things called? I don't know. Their little piccolos. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> piccolos. I like that. <laughs> Taking the rats. It's, uh, but that's that's another goal. Is you know if we have a big enough group who is out there picking up trash and one of those families is out there getting ready to have a picnic and they see right. someone picking up trash, they'd be less apt to leave their trash there because That's they true. see that somebody else is picking up after. Right. Or it's a, and it's a it's, good example. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully kids see it and yeah. remember yes. that. So, I mean, it, you don't have inmates coming up and cleaning up these trails. These are right. you know, hardworking people just like you, know, you are. And oh, they're cleaning don't look up at me. After. Well, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm um, not a hardworking people. So that's, <laughs> that's that's another goal is to you know just show people that you know we're out here working to try to keep things clean. So right. do your part to not leave that trash there. And yeah. Maybe it leaves a lasting effect. You know, and sometimes it is difficult because you're out on a trail run and you right. may not have a vest. You might have a handheld or no water, and you right. see a lot of garbage. Is yeah. you're kind of like well, I can't store all this garbage. Yeah. You right. Because I remember we went running like a year or two ago, and there literally was a. 12 cardboard 12 mm-hmm. pack case i think it was coors light it was joel yeah. picked it up mm-hmm. we're running at like 6 a.m and he's carrying this coors light 12 pack yeah. pouch and people are just looking at us like uh, what the like you guys want one yeah i know pretty uh-huh. much so but i mean it is and i think that's 
don't know, you need to be commended for it, because I like what you said before, is people were piling on, but they weren't looking for a solution. Because right. how many times does that truly happen? A All lot. the time. It's easy to sit back and go, oh, that's this, that, and the other. Right. But when someone steps up, and sometimes it is that one person like you did, it snowballs, and now you've got, like I said, lots of people. Yeah. You know, And it, it, it's, it extends more to, from just the Wrangler page, although that is definitely the key and the, the starting point for this right. area. But now you're seeing more of it. You know, like it, like one day, I'm not kidding. You, I've said it on the show. I pulled up to my favorite trailhead. There's a Little Caesars pizza box, a fifth of wild turkey empty, and a condom wrapper. Yeah, sitting right there. And I didn't want to pick them up because of multiple reasons. Yeah. But I thought, well, some number one, someone was date night in the parking yeah. lot because that's a hot date. But you know, it's like, oh, I'll pick that up. <laughs> yeah. You know, and anybody could have picked that up. Right. But I think the more you see it the more it just it registers. Exactly. Right? So now I see trash. It's like, oh, I'll pick it up. It's not because Logan told me to, but it's yeah. like it's more on Facebook. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Or it's more of these pictures you see every day, and <laughs> it kind of ingrains in yourself, oh, I need to do that. Exactly. And, you know, Craig Lloyd, um, who does the Trail and Ultra, he's actually making it an initiative of his Photo okay. Friday. Or right. He does one of those days where he actually pitches, you know, show us your so stewardship. Your trash. And yeah. Yeah, That's what cool. What did you clean up on the trail? So yeah. And that's a. I like a show nation, us your trash. Yeah, that's a show us your wine. junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's that's giving ours. me the look. That's like, ours, by the way. <laughs> show us your junk. That's Hashtag. ours now. That yeah. could get crazy. That's right. But, but yeah, it's becoming nationwide. I mean, that's that's everybody's doing it across the nation. I like I like the idea. Of Logan's junk. <laughs> Ooh. That's, that's one that you Come on now. It's bad. No, Don't. you're looking at this the wrong way. It's all about branding and marketing and yeah. how you present your idea. Okay. To how a you larger pre- segment. How you present your junk. Yes. Ex- thank you. <laughs> so, uh, See, you're you're being this bashful little Louisiana boy. Let us help you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is what we do. Yes. We're, we're idea guys. Yeah. Right. So I just pitch it to that new new wrangler who joins the group. Let me tell you about my junk. That's right. And they're gonna you be gotta like, wear this shirt. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. Yeah. Logan's junk with an arrow pointing down. Oh, I heart. I heart Logan's junk. <laughs> like the New York ones, right? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> you think we're joking? We're serious. This will work. This will work. It'll this catch work. on. It'll catch. You'll be on Jimmy Kimmel in those. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I th- I think what you what you did there and what you've started is just awesome. Thank you, you know, and that's yeah. and that's definitely a part of why we wanted John here. I mean, right. your story's fun. Plus that sexy little accent you yeah. got there. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be our listenership's going to rake. Oh yeah. <laughs> the crazy. ladies, we're going to finally pick it up on the ladies side. Yeah. They're going to say you need to have more is it more, Logan more of Logan's from junk. Louisiana? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll even let you interview his baseball friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really I I want to talk to your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. If I, that I tell would you be what, fun. we could we could get some people on this show from Louisiana, and I'll tell you what, you would have a hit then. Yeah, right? There's some, some people and, and their their oh. language. I actually went back home for the first time. You'd have to be there kind of interpret for us. Yeah. We, a little yeah, bit, you wouldn't you? Need that. Yeah. Um, but I went back home for the first time last November, and I filmed. I went out to my hunting camp and filmed some people out there <laughs> just in their daily activities. Yeah. And I showed some people back here when I came back. I was like, this is day-to-day life in Louisiana. Right. And I'd kind of forgotten about it. I was like, it's not that bad as, as people make it sound. And I right. look at this video, I'm like, it's that bad. <laughs> we are... Now, wait a minute. I've been outside the wall. We're bad. <laughs> outside yeah, the wall. It, it's it's that bad. I mean, honestly, I had a video of a, a guy that I hunted with for years, and you know, we're sitting there trying to work on a pump to flood a duck field back in Louisiana. And sure enough, you hear in the background, oh, let's just hot wire that some bitch, and we'll get it going, and it'll <laughs> last for a couple of weeks, and it'll be just fine. <laughs> I'm like, I look back at this video. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's I get it now. I get why we have that stereotype. Yeah, that's fun. That, that's genuine. That's who you guys are. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, yeah, that's that's awesome. 
Well, man, we we appreciate you coming yeah. to uh, PC Run Co. I didn't the home of your the inaugural run. This is yeah. on a Sunday. This is what kicked it off. First time ever. Yeah. <laughs> Candace is in the background showing this the new shoe line. The shoe line that he's yeah. the, the, the new the Sorel, uh, the new Sorel run line. The, I saw those high 20, heels, twenty-seven inch drop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're new. You it's, missed it. She was looking for you. Yeah. Uh, to let us provide good moose protection. There you go. That's right. Aren't, but that aren't shop moose, right? Yeah, they're not yeah, shop exactly. Moose. You got to get that straight. But he does have a little moose on the counter, so I could see where the, the two could get confused. So, <laughs> but. Uh, well, man, we, we appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Um, absolutely love what you're doing. Thank you And so we, we thank you just because, you know, we, we love what we do yeah. and to see it cleaner. Yeah. Get that stereotype. And it's not, again, for people that are don't understand, it's not like one group. It's not one person. Generally, it's a total different group of people exactly. that do it. Right. Yes. But to make it better takes little effort right mm-hmm. uh, very little effort it really takes bending over to tie your shoe and pick something up type thing you're gonna find logan's junk when you bend over oh, joel's, joel's on this Dude, right you cannot live this down okay so we have a, you need to roll with it we have a few things on our show that will always come back uh-huh. yeah and this will be i guarantee this exactly when we got like anna talking about the yak penis we've yeah. got you know, it just turtle. So that I was the one that brought up that that question. So. You did ask yes, that question. Right. I'm glad, and yeah. yeah, I'm I'm kind of intrigued now. I kind of want to go over to China and have a little yak penis. Yeah. Well, well you let us know exactly how you, that tastes. Yeah, okay. bring it back. Let Grandma cook it up first. That's right. Oh. <laughs> right? Deep fried yak penis. I bet you. <laughs> let me tell you, that's probably a, a delicacy. <laughs> well, it is over there. Yeah. Not deep fried, I'm sure. But <laughs> they probably steam it. Yeah, steam it. <laughs> it's like steamed dumplings. <laughs> like squirrel dumplings, but yeah. not exactly. Um, yeah, thanks again for everything you're doing um, and everything you have done. Um, so cool to hear your story um, again because we we do talk a lot to the local people and people that are been from you know are from here. But it's right. awesome to see kind of where you started, where you've transitioned, um, and of course, man, you came out and you supported us at the Ogden Trail Running Festival. I know, that's so cool. That was cool. That was awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to it next year. Yeah, it's oh, going to be year's gonna have fun. Yeah, we're excited. Um, you know, we'll see if we get Grandma to cook us some stuff. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be Grandma fun. Fly her out here. Fly her out here. She's like airplanes? We just, no. No? Okay. We no. can. We'll get driver. Yeah. We can get an Uber. We can get an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> we can get a big, fat, deep fryer at the That would be awesome. Mount though. Ogden you Park. the smell. Yeah. And there's so much to choose from at Mount I mean, Ogden we, Park. Uh, dude, dang. Right? We, there's probably some coons up there we can <laughs> oh, get. Yeah. The local coons, right? Yeah. yeah. Local. Yeah. yeah. We got a local. Stay local. Yeah. We shop local. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, thanks again. Um, awesome to have you on. Such a pleasure to get to know you. Awesome yeah. guy. We've heard, like I said, we've heard a ton of good things about you. So to meet you in person finally right. and, you know, kind of put that together, it's just a, it's our pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Uh, super excited you agreed to come on the show, even yeah. though Joel's going to go after this new thing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, just hey, keep up that Logan's so junk, all right? It, it's I'm all about Logan's junk. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only person that can say that. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a new Instagram page, Logan's junk. You do. I'm serious. You like As soon as we get off the mic here, yeah. you need to set that up. If someone already thing. hasn't, yeah. right? Start so hashtag you don't it. know, put yeah. it already set it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you start Googling it to make sure it's not on the Internet. And no, you're don't. Find some I'll let yeah. you Google it. Yeah, you yeah. got to be careful about that. You don't want to do that in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that at the library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> or you'll hear, run. Uh-huh. So, 
But yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for all you're doing. Um, and in the future, if there's anything we can do to help, yeah. you know, on any your endeavors with the, the cleanups and anything Just else, let us, let us know. We love to promote that stuff we'll and push be involved. It from big time. Yeah, because it's uh, maybe National Logan Junk Day. There you go. Where we can promote it across the we'll country, whatever well, it is. I mean, it's just a cool idea. That, mm-hmm. And I hope all our listeners out there, and I'm sure most do in any way, but it's just a good reminder you right. know, that, hey, let's leave it, leave everything better than we found it. Right. Um, it's more enjoyable it that is, way. Exactly. Right. And that's what it's supposed to look like, not with all that other junk on there. So, exactly. All right, Logan, thanks for taking the thanks, time. Bud. Hey, thank you all so much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to get to know you. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up on it on sometime. Sounds great. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Logan Ledford for taking the time to join us today. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners. Or you can swing by our website. Check out the store page for your swag and rights. Or you can hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or even if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. <laughs>